This flash briefing was made possible by a sponsorship from Avexis, a clinical stage gene therapy company. The following content was not developed by Avexis. Today is Monday, May the 13th, 2019. I'm Michael Morale, Director of Multi-Channel Content for SMA News Today. For more than four decades, comedian Jerry Lewis hosted the MDA Labor Day Telethon on behalf of the Muscular Dystrophy Association. The event helped the MDA become the nation's largest non-government source of funding for neuromuscular disease research. More than $1.4 billion has been dispersed since it established 68 years ago. MDA is based in Chicago. This year, they combined their yearly clinical and scientific conferences into one. It was April 14th to 17th in Orlando, Florida, and it was called the 2019 MDA Clinical and Scientific Conference. Lynn O'Connor is president and CEO of MDA. She said that Jerry Lewis put them on the map. A lot of people over 60 recognize the organization. So the question has become how to engage younger people with the cause. In the coming months, they hope to focus more on science, care, and the future of research. The Orlando conference attracted more than a thousand medical and scientific experts. Some of their fields included ALS, Duchenne muscular dystrophy, SMA, and Charcot-Marie tooth disease. Fees ranged from $300 for students to $1,200 for industry executives. A keynote address was given by Janet Woodcock. She is the director of the Center for Drug Evaluation and Research at the FDA. There was also an FDA panel led by her and Peter Marks. He is the director of the agency's Center for Biologics Evaluation and Research. A total of 13 clinical sessions and 10 scientific sessions were held. There was also an MDA Scholars networking session. This showcased research from young scientists who had received grant funding from MDA. In 2018, the MDA awarded 88 new research grants worth a combined $23 million. They also have 224 active grants. These total a funding commitment exceeding $58 million. It's an unprecedented time of progress for neuromuscular disease treatments. In just the last three years, new therapies have been approved by the FDA. These have provided previously non-existent options to patients who need them most. Since 2015, six new medicines whose development was funded by MDA have been given FDA approval. This includes Biogen Spinraza for SMA. Before 2016, there were very few drugs in the neuromuscular category. Now, 137 products are in the pipeline. In addition, Genentech sponsored a patient advocacy pavilion at the conference. Some of the patient groups represented were the ALS Association, the Charcot-Marie Tooth Association, Cure Duchenne, the Myasthenia Gravis Foundation of America, Parent Project Muscular Dystrophy, and the United Mitochondrial Disease Foundation. It was also a great communal moment that convened organizations together. Since there is much work to be done, it was important everyone had access to what everyone else is doing. The conference also had a gene targeting therapy session, as well as one for newborn screening panels. This featured John Crowley of Amicus Therapeutics, as well as other top experts from various US institutions. In all, the event encompassed 25 sponsors and nearly 30 booths. Kristen Stephenson is MDA's Senior Vice President and Chief Policy and Community Engagement Officer. 
She said she was grateful the FDA agreed to be included at the conference. She also said, quote, we will soon have treatment options for so many disorders where there was nothing a very short time ago. We're now thinking as a community about how do we get access as broadly as possible and what role will advocacy play in these decisions? It's a very exciting time and conversations of this sort will certainly be filling the halls. End quote. Coming up next, perspectives from SMA News Today Community Development Manager, Kevin Schaefer. Are you interested in understanding gene therapy? ExploreGeneTherapy.com has helpful information about gene therapy, including its history and how it is being investigated for the treatment of genetic diseases. Visit www.ExploreGeneTherapy.com. The following is a topic that was posted in the SMA News Today forums on May 3rd, 2019. This topic was posted by Michael Morale in the Zolgensma forum. With the possibility of Zolgensma being approved in the not-so-distant future, a lot of us that are on active treatment with Spinraza are wondering if Zolgensma is going to be right for us. While it may only be available to infants at the beginning, I truly believe that those of us that are adults will eventually have access to this potential treatment. The next question you're probably asking yourself is when. This is a question that has to be answered by medical professionals and researchers, but I have a hard time believing that Avexis would only include infants in their long-term treatment plans. With the amount of adults that are on active treatment with Spinraza, my gut instincts are telling me that this will also become available to adults. It may be by the end of this year, or even sometime in 2020, but I do believe that we as adults will see this treatment available to all of us, no matter our age. Since Solgensma hasn't been passed by the FDA as of yet, information about this potential treatment is limited at best. Your doctors may know what Solgensma is, but they may not have all of the information that they can pass along to their patients. The time between when the FDA starts the approval process to when the treatment could actually be available could take months. Avexis was given priority review status on, on Solgensma, and Biogen was given fast track status on Spinraza. Essentially, priority review status and fast track status are the same. Biogen was given fast track status because Spinraza is cellular based, and Avexis was given priority review status because their potential treatment is classified as a gene based treatment. Are you currently talking with your doctors about Zolgensma? Please visit the SMA News Today forums for more discussions like this. I'm Kevin Schaefer, Community Development Manager for SMA News Today. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. All of our podcasts and flash briefings can be found on our website at www.smanewstoday.com. You can also find our podcast and flash briefings on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. And be sure to follow us on our Instagram and Facebook page as well. For SMA News Today, I'm Michael Morale, Multi-Channel Content Director.